Welcome, welcome everyone. We are live. My name is Nikki Lopez of Nikki Lopez Creative and you're watching The Circle where every first and third Tuesday of the month, I'm talking to artists, activists, social entrepreneurs, people doing great things in the world today. And today I have a very special guest duo and friends. Um, we have Nia and Ness. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank, Thank you, you for having, having us. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. So Nia and Ness, they're artists, lovers, and they have a new a podcast they're going to talk a little bit about calling, um, called Reclaiming Love with Nia and Ness. So I'm really excited. And I have like a little snippet that I want to just throw out there to start off with. So Nia and Ness are a black out lesbian couple and performance art duo whose work at is their visual auditory diary. Since starting their company in 2016, their work and love has transformed into something greater than they dreamed of. Taking their work beyond performances, they launched their podcast, Reclaiming Love with Nia Ness, on Spotify, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. You could find them on social media at Nia and Ness. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. <laughs> We're so excited. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I just fell in love. I think I don't even know. It was like a couple of years ago. Uh, Tony Armstrong, who has she does blast. So it's bi, lesbian and straight together women of West Palm Beach. And they've been doing little performances. We've known about each other, but I, you know, and seen each other at places. Um, but she was just like, I have this special night. There's a, this group you might like. And there's also May Rain, who is a poet that I know please, please come. And I was just so amazed at, you know, your work, both of your work, your energy, your chemistry. It was just an amazing thing. And I've been following, stalking you guys ever since. <laughs> so, and I see we have Kath filmmaker um, Kathleen Dean online saying hello. Hi, Kathleen. Um, we have drummer from Feminine Africa, Grecia, saying greetings. Hi, Grecia. <laughs> so, okay, so and so I'm probably going to get this wrong, but who's Nia and who's Ness? <laughs> Sometimes you tell people to get, but uh, we won't be those people. <laughs> yeah, we won't. But I, I, <laughs> and I'm, I would think you're Nia and you're Ness, and I was like, well, maybe they're sitting how their names are. So, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we're not because everything is reversed. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so fun. So that's fine. But Nia Ness, the duo. <laughs> okay. We'll answer to either name. Fine. Either way. I, yeah. I, I hear that. I hear that. So yeah, let's just jump right in it. Um, where did you individually, you know, where did your creative journey start individually? And then maybe if you guys could also talk about uh, as a collective, where did it start? So feel free, whoever wants to jump in first. For me, I like to say, honestly, in my mom's womb, because uh, she was dancing West African dance with me while she was pregnant. So I had this, this dancer inside of me before I even stepped foot on this earth. So that was, I feel like that definitely is the heart of the beginning of my artistic journey. Mm. In, uh, in high school, my sophomore year, I joined the Arts Academy at my public school. And I joined the dance department there and I fell in love with dance. And I was like, okay, this is what I need to be doing forever. 
that's when I really started seriously creating in dance and knew it, knowing that I wanted to do that the rest of my life. And then I went to college for dance. That's where I met this person. <laughs> yeah, and I've been writing since I was a kid. I remember just writing poems, a lot of poetry when I was like eight. Um, and then listening to a lot of uh, like Christian rap. And I would hear like women and these kids just rapping and they just sounded so just like they had something in them that was just coming out and I was like oh my god I want to sound like that I want to touch people like that like I I want people to feel the way I feel when I hear them mm -hmm. so um I ended up writing raps in like in high school and then that turned into writing poetry and then doing like spoken word at like different um like random shows and stuff um and then yeah then I went to school for journalism decided to kind of not do that. And then I was going to get my master's in liberal arts and that's where I met Mia. <laughs> nice, nice. And we have a couple of people. We have Sylvia, Miss Sylvia, greetings, Nikki and guests. Hi. Hi, Sylvia. And a very special friend of mine. I mean, oh my God, we've been known each other for so many years and recently got re reconnected. Tiffany, peace and blessings. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so what is your definition? Because I saw in the little bio, you have visual auditory diary. How, what is your definition as it relates to your work? Yeah, so our work is basically a story. Of, it is our diary. Like whatever is happening that day, whatever is happening to us, whatever we're experiencing, we put it out there. And so your diary is something that you, you know, you kind of keep to yourself. You don't show anyone or you only show like a select few people, but it's, it's your treasure and you just keep it here. So my words that I'm speaking are the auditory and Nia with her movement is the visual. And we're basically taking those pages that would we would be writing away and tucking away in our diaries and showing the that, giving that to the world uh, in that way. That's how I find it. Yeah, and it's a very vulnerable experience because you don't, you say, you don't share your diary with everyone. Yeah. So mm -hmm. doing this work sometimes is very emotionally draining because it's things that when we are talking about them on our couch, we're not expecting to create art out of it. We're not saying, okay, let's have this really intense conversation <laughs> about this really traumatic right. experience and let's create art about it. We're like having this conversation and these same themes are coming up over and over and over again. It's almost like, the kettle is, is boiling. Yeah. And it's like, okay, when that kettle, when the whistle is going off, as we know we need to create work out of that. Mm. Description. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm the writer. <laughs> and we have um, Diana saying, Nia and Ness, you're always bringing me so much joy. Thank you for having them on your show, Nikki. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Jane and Trish. Uh, greetings from Jane and Trish. Wonderful to see Nia and Ness again. Absolutely. <laughs> what is the importance of being acknowledged and stating, um, you know, being acknowledged as a black and out lesbian couple? We don't hear it enough. Mm -hmm. Honestly, not we're not seen. I don't even in 2021. I'm not hearing black lesbians being talked about on public platforms. Mm -hmm. There are so many of us out here. Like yeah. there are so many black lesbians in the world. Yeah. And our lives, our stories, our experiences are important. 
and they need to be shared. And so us standing in that and showing the world like, hey, we are an out black lesbian couple, it's hopefully is showing other black lesbians they're not alone. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. That's, yeah, that's that's it. It's not new. We've yeah. been here. <laughs> and, and you know, I, I, I just, you know, while you're saying that, like I just have goosebumps because that's how I feel too. Like sometimes, you know. Um, I know to some people may get exhausted. I'm very proud to be like Afro-Latina, mm -hmm. Black lesbian, Black queer person, because if you do, you know, it's such a marginalized group. And then if you do say lesbian, you know, there's not a lot of imagery with people like us. There's not a lot of stories. Um, and so uh, representation is a huge thing. People need to see themselves. People need to be affirmed. You know, people who are young or even people who are coming out late in life they need to be able to see and say, oh, okay, I'm not weird. I'm, yeah. I'm that, <laughs> me too, exactly. you yeah. know, in a positive way. So that's just amazing. I love that you guys, um, that's a major thing, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. I think that if like I had seen images of people who look like me, you know, if I had seen images of black lesbians as a kid, I would have been just, I, I would have been a different person. Same. Today. I don't think I would yeah. have waited to 20 years old to come out. Yeah. Honestly, I think. <laughs> out a lot a lot sooner yeah mm -hmm. but i would have been more confident as a person too mm, yeah you know i would have been more sure of myself and i wouldn't have looked to like honestly toxic male models of being mm. and i wouldn't have tried to emulate that yeah um mm. yeah. yeah which is another issue in our community unfortunately too so you know <laughs> absolutely um we have another performer um Audi Jarvis, they're definitely a great vibes. Hi, Audi. <laughs> She's throwing up her flags and fists in love, absolutely. Um, Erica Ann saying, uh, love it, yes, 100. Joma, good evening. Joma, the credit group. <laughs> Joma, uh, good evening, everyone. And Tiffany, yes, so many of our stories, absolutely. And then, you know, and we, and even when we are represented somewhere, it's just, one type of story, one type of image, one type of trope, and yeah. we're not a monolith. So we need all of these expressions and more. Like I, you know, I hope that you are not just sharing your love with the world, which we need that too, but hopefully inspiring other lesbians, black lesbians, queer les, you know, queer black people to share their stories, especially if it's, you know, if it doesn't fit that little box, because we need more of that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We hope that's, that that's yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say that, but that we hope that that's what our sharing our story does. Mm -hmm. And other people have said that. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are some of the challenges, if any, um, with that ident identity? I mean, definitely not getting good <laughs> You know, I definitely think that if we weren't so. Uh, if we didn't stand in our identities, if we didn't very, if we didn't talk about being black lesbians in a very like obvious way, I think mm -hmm. honestly, I think yeah. we'd further along in our career if we weren't so open about being an out black lesbian couple. Yeah, yeah, I definitely I I agree with that. I think there's this like pressure to kind of choose a mm -hmm. box. Like I feel like no matter what group we're in, like we don't fit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're, we're around black people, we're, we're lesbians. So it's like, oh, yeah, the lesbians, the dykes here. Um, when, we're, when we're around queer, 
people are lesbians, like we're, we're so black. Yeah. It's like, it's, I don't feel like I ever fit in anywhere. It's very, mm -hmm. it's annoying. I feel you. I feel you. But you know, the thing is, um, you know, when you are bold and allow yourself permission to be yourself and who you are, you're going to attract those people that honor that space. And you also help to normalize um, that space for others. So maybe some people who might have said, I'm not booking that. That's a little weird for me. Maybe a couple years down the line. They might be saying, you know what? Wow. Like, or just like, you know what? These are amazing people. You know, it doesn't matter their sexuality and it doesn't matter that they're affirming themselves and other people. So um, just, you know, just keep doing that. So that's amazing. Um, Adi is saying, love should be an expression, not a category. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> 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 yeah and so um so and i think you kind of touch up a, a, a bit um as well but i was going to ask um what are some of the challenges you've had to overcome being a lesbian performance couple um or how do you work around that also just like not being discouraged by the nose well because we've been told that our work is glittery enough sometimes for like five events like we like you know we talk about our lives and our lives aren't always glamorous <laughs> like we are black lesbians we deal with oppression all the time so we're going to talk about that and it, it needs to be talked about even at pride events because pride started off as a riot so yeah. Yeah. it wasn't all just glitter and sunshine and rainbows all the time <laughs> it, it's pain there's a there is pain and it needs mm -hmm. to be actually healed mm -hmm. and Talking about it, how can we heal? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like with that pain, there's a lot of like there's a lot of trauma too. Yeah. And then there's also like how we each handle trauma. And exactly. sometimes it's not, I don't want to say like conducive, but sometimes it's not it, we handle it differently. Mm -hmm. And so with that come sometimes arguments about things. And yeah. with those arguments, it's like, oh, but we still have this gig that we need to do, or we still have this podcast that needs to come yeah. out, or we still have this work that needs to be done. So how are we gonna put that aside and do this thing that so yeah yeah that's the and i think just having the core our core is always love and that being regardless of if we're in an argument regardless if things are difficult and if we each have our own different trauma responses remembering that love our love is the center of it all that always is what around us mm -hmm. like we've gotten a lot better. anyway what to say that <laughs> Yeah. What is something that you hope the viewer um, gets from your work? I hope they feel like I was going to say, yeah. yeah, we want people yeah. to share their stories because all of our stories are important and they need to be shared. That's the beautiful thing about life. Mm -hmm. Like I love hearing other people's experiences and their stories. And like, there are so many great stories that are not being told and not being shared. And that's what I really hope people feel when they see our work. And they, mm -hmm. I feel like they're ready to take action, mm -hmm. create a positive change in this world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. And then recently, um, uh, Nia, um, I, because when I saw you all and I saw the performance um, and the poetry, you know, you all, you know, 
what I what I also love there was a there's a couple times I've seen you all performing so powerfully, um, and you're holding hands and you're just kind of like you know standing in that which is great. And then I saw over the course of COVID a pole pop in. <laughs> So I've been seeing you like growing in that and, you know, like, tell us like a little bit about that. Like how, where's the jump or what's the, you know, connection to that and how are you incorporating that? Or like, you know, what made you go there? Definitely. So I've been wanting to pole dance for about five years and I've always been afraid because I was like, oh, I don't want to be slut shamed and like all these other things. And like, what if I hurt myself? Cause I'm a dancer and like, this is my job. Like, I had all these different thoughts. And then we moved up here to upstate New York. And uh, it was in January 2020. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Studio 15 minutes away from here. I'm just going to just do it. And let's just see what happens. I took my first class and I was like, what? This is amazing. <laughs> I've been waiting so long to do this. And I just, I fell, I fell in love. I fell in love with the pole dance community. I fell in love with my pole studio. And then I was going up until March and then COVID hit. So I couldn't go to the studio anymore. And I was like, oh no, like I just found this really beautiful art form. And what am I going to do? So I got a pole at home and I just became, began researching movements of my body and just connecting with pole in a way that I didn't know. And for the longest time, I've been trying to reclaim my body because um, mm assault but at 15 i was assaulted sexually and ever since then i've been trying to get my body back and i've been i have not been feeling like my body has been completely mine mm -hmm. and now i feel like my body is mine because of pole like pole has given me this mm -hmm. feeling i never knew existed mm. and i feel myself loving myself for the first time like mm. i thought i would be able to say that i love myself I'm seeing myself grow emotionally, allowing myself to cry while I'm pole dancing because I'm scared and allowing myself to feel scared mm. and to just be and to take up space, dark skinned black woman, just take mm. up space and be in my sensuality, be in my sexuality, just be, just be. Mm -hmm. Never thought I could feel like that. And I, I feel so powerful, so beautiful, so sensual, so feminine, so masculine. I feel it all. Mm now and then getting to incorporate that into our our art has been so healing and seeing you support me so much in this journey like Ness brings me to and from every pole class <laughs> every week she surprised me with flowers <laughs> Wednesday or Thursday night so I'm looking forward to it right. tomorrow tomorrow, or, tomorrow. <laughs> it's a disappointment when it's not on Wednesday <laughs> no it's not I just know it's coming on Thursday <laughs> But it's been it's been such a beautiful, beautiful healing journey for me. And mm -hmm. I, I just I've fallen in love. Like I, I've fallen in love with pole dancing. And yeah, it's been a beautiful journey for me. And and I think especially, I mean, from so many perspectives, but I think um you know, many lesbians, they don't want that male gaze or they're just like, there's certain, sometimes they, you know, some of us let ourselves go just to avoid that. Yeah. So there's yeah. that. And then you have a survivor of sexual abuse, which I definitely relate to and how a lot of them, a lot of, of other survivors, they don't get that, ch that chance, that opportunity to get to a place where they could feel comfortable in their skin and feel safe and feel sexual, you know? And so 
just for so many reasons. Like I sometimes see where you put um, the happiest sad girl and it's just like so many things that you say, I just relate to it. And I just think it's just like, I, I don't know. I could just go on. Uh. <laughs> so much. Just thank you. Thank you. I, I was definitely like, that's why one of the reasons why I waited to post my poll videos for a while. Cause I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about different people seeing me that way. And I felt so secure and empowered in myself that I was just like, F these people. I don't really give a crap what they're saying about me. I'm happy with myself. Mm -hmm. about myself. Like I know my dad had a few issues with what I wear while I pulled dance. And I'm just like, I'm 28. <laughs> <laughs> my body, I'm going to do what I want with it. And I've gotten cat calls wearing turtlenecks, long sleeve shirts, and long skirts. So it doesn't matter what I'm wearing. I can be wearing a G-string. I can be wearing a full, I can be fully covered. It doesn't matter. At least now I can get paid for it. <laughs> yes. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hear that. And we have Erica. She's saying, yes, girl, feel your own truth and live and love it. Absolutely. Thank you. And Diana, yes. Erica, that's so powerful when you live your truth and F everyone else. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Um, so I do have like a little clip of the dynamic duo performance um, that I'm going to play. Uh, so I think this is a perfect little um, area to, let me see, add that to the stream. So do you want me to play it? Do you want to set it up, you know, um, first? Or you want to talk about it afterwards? Oh, I want to say a little something because the poem you're going to hear yeah. that Ness is reading in this is actually, it was an anniversary gift for me. It was for our seven year anniversary last year. And when she read this to me, I, it was, it's about our first night. And we have this shared experience, but I never got to really hear her, her, the, her experience of our first night through her eyes. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh my gosh, I love this so much. I need to dance to this. Like I need to. And then we created this piece. So I'm just very excited to share this with everybody. Me too. You want to say anything? That's it. <laughs> I, like, like, yeah, no, I created it. Right okay. Right. So, all right. That's a wonderful intro. All right. Let me play it. The room was dimly lit, just like she liked it. Too much light would have revealed the bare white walls, making her mind race with ways to fill them up. Instead, the yellow hue flowing off the Christmas lights softened the space, providing a much-needed calm, a sound of a busy mind. With the room this dark, the piles of clothing and shoes scattered across the floor were barely noticeable. The pyramid of Nutella jars on her desk were hidden, and the fact that she slept alone, despite there being another bed for a roommate, did not bother her. In the dark, she was comfortable. She was reflecting. She felt safe. She was able to be herself. What are you thinking right now, she asked, sitting next to me on her bed, her long legs dangled over the side and her deep brown eyes walked into mine. 
She emitted a cool confidence, a quiet charm that spoke loudly, saying she could and would get whatever she wanted. It felt like just maybe this goddess wanted me. I stared at her for a moment, then broke eye contact to look at the floor. My body felt hot and my thoughts overwhelming. Were my nerves showing? Were my cheeks turning red? And could she see them in this light? Attempting to collect myself with a deep inhale and slow exhale, I said, I'm thinking I want to kiss you. Well, she began, with lowered eyes and a parted mouth, why don't you? I leaned into her. She sat still, watching me, as she was waiting for me to follow through. My lips landed gently on hers and my body heat turned to chills. I couldn't believe I was actually kissing her. She was perfect and she was mine. My body gave into hers completely as we fell into the bed. My button-up covered chest pressed against hers and my hands reached under her t-shirt searching for skin. Her left hand grabbed my back, pulling me deeper into her as her right hand dug into the hair on my scalp then cradled the back of my head. I buried my face into her neck and my breath became heavy, sinking with hers and becoming more rapid as our bodies moved together in rhythm. Her waist welcomed my thrust and she responded with her own. This was not what I expected upon walking into her room a couple of hours earlier. It had been brighter then. She had turned on the main light and I had seen everything. The clothing, the shoe piles, the stack of Nutella jars, the extra bed across from hers, the white, bare walls, her uncomfortable, vulnerable, beautiful. Maybe if I had said it then, she would have kept the lights on. Maybe if my eyes hadn't appeared so judgy as they scanned the room, she could have been herself in the light with me. Maybe if I hadn't been so distant, thinking of the organization in my own room, a room I also slept alone in, I would have been more present to her pain, more available to comfort her. There was a chance now. As we moved together, merged together, blended together, I felt all of her. I wanted her to feel all of me too. I wanted her to know everything. I stopped moving, lifted my head and stared into her eyes. She stared back, her body still under mine. You're beautiful, I said, pushing the words out from the depths of me. We stared at each other in silence. Her eyes filling with tears. I caught one with a kiss as it trickled down her cheek. Awesome. That was so amazing. (laughs) 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 
Oh man, so let me go get some comments here. We have Tiffany, the love you have for your art and for each other is so beautiful. Absolutely. Erica, love it. Oh, Tiffany again, yes. <laughs> Chani, beautiful. <laughs> and Tiffany also said beautiful. <laughs> and Diane, beautiful. <laughs> Jane and Trish, wow, that was amazing. And Silvio, yes, that was awesome. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. <laughs> I just need a like a moment to kind of just take that all in. That was just awesome stuff. That's awesome. Thank you all for just being who you are and sharing that space. Um, not everyone can share and everyone doesn't need to share, but the fact that you all are sharing this on the interwebs and live when we, you know, are able to, it's just a beautiful thing. Thank you Definitely. so much. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Oh, we have Nikki Detour and Heart Signs. Tiffany said, when is your next performance? When is our next? Harlem Pride. Harlem Pride on the, um, oh, right. The, well, Fourth, it's when we're sending the video. I gotta look. At we're the gonna video. post we just, it on our website. Yes. So if you sign up for our email list, yes. or if you follow us on Instagram or Facebook, we will post it there. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna throw up some links. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, yeah. 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 And let me see here. Uh, and we're gonna be doing that piece actually. We're going to be doing it outside in our backyard. Yeah. So I'm really excited for y'all to see that. It's nice. So we have NiaAndNest.com, and you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and we, uh, let's see, who do we, did I miss any? Oh, Diana, thank you again for sharing your art and yourselves with us. Love you. Love you too, Diana. <laughs> Absolutely. So, where we have, okay. How does spirituality play in your work? Honestly, for me, it just, we didn't plan it. It just happened. Mm -hmm. our, each time we performed our work, it became more and more spiritual. Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, I started, I, I was doing praise dance at church for a few years, like throughout high school, a little bit in college. And... Uh, then we started doing our work, and then it was the Ohio Lesbian Festival. What year was it? Uh, I think it was 2018. And we were performing outside, and Spirit came through and said, hey, my, I'm joining this duo now. And, <laughs> it's a trio now. It's a trio now. <laughs> and literally, as I was doing, I because each, each of our evening-length shows, we each have a solo. I was doing my solo and there was a turkey vulture flying overhead. And my solo was actually of basically an ode to the death of my old self. Mm. It was super ironic that a turkey vulture was flying over me as I was doing my solo. And I just continued to feel different ancestors, different spirits, just like shooting into my body. Mm. And it was to the point where like, yeah, I, I blacked out. I noises come out of my my body and my mouth but I, I don't know what they are i do know that it's 
it's definitely our ancestors saying what needs to be said in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I and at first I was like kind of nervous. I was like, you know, I don't really know what's happening. And it's a little bit scary at first being out of control of your own body. Mm-hmm. But then I realized I was like, oh, they trust me that much. They believe that I'm strong enough to be this medium. Mm. That is just completely taken off where like every performance we do now, and that's basically as we, we start the piece, we look at each other and that's like, okay, bye Nia, I'll see you. I'll see yeah. you when the set is done. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they just, they come through and they take over and they just speak through me. Mm. And it is such a powerful duet that I'm doing pretty much mm. with, mm. sometimes there'll be one spirit or ancestor, sometimes there'll be multiple. Especially when we're outside, usually it's multiple mm. that come, and they come shoot through and they shoot down like through my womb and they continue to shoot through throughout however long we're performing, whether it's five minutes, whether it's an hour. And uh, afterwards, the recovery is difficult because sometimes they don't want to leave right away because they're like, oh, I'm in human form. I can walk around and I can do things. And uh, we'll be communicating sometimes. I'll be talking to Ness and I'll say, like, I'm cold. And then Ness will be like, okay, I'm going to get your coat. And then the spirit's like, no, I'm not, no, you're not putting a coat on. And yeah. my, my voice completely like drops <laughs> and octaves. It's crazy. And not crazy. Yeah. Like, it yeah. definitely is a, it's an intense experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At first, I was trying to figure it all out and figure out exactly what's happening and all those things. And I we got a reading on Juneteenth last year. Um, and from the Yoruba, Yoruba religion, there's different got different orishas. Mm-hmm. And uh, we found out that Oshun, the orisha of fresh mm-hmm. water, has my head. And the god Shango of lightning has Ness's head. And what ends up happening is when we perform, I end up channeling and invoking Shango. Mm. Ah, that makes perfect sense, especially because like I definitely feel like I have a connection with Shango, and I just I feel I feel that energy flowing through me. So that's been a very healing and intense and beautiful spiritual experience for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel. Like- uh, I'm just kind of supposed to be there as an anchor mm. for that, kind of like hold the space, um, and then kind of help facilitate you getting back in your body mm-hmm. when the time comes yeah. for that. But we didn't like, like, and that wasn't something that was even planned or that we even knew was going to happen when we started performing together. It was just something that happened. It was like, oh, this happened. Now we got to figure out what to do about it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So we had a couple of um, elders who helped us, like figure out how to how to go about that yeah um but it was always Ness's voice that brought me back yeah. always like mm-hmm. her, the light at the end of the tunnel because sometimes I'd be so I would be so far gone that like I couldn't find my way back completely until I hear Ness like she'll repeat like our address our phone numbers what we did that day we had for lunch our cat's names like, memories that we've had um different experiences that we've gone through that will help me come back into my mm-hmm. body Okay, I can figure. I can figure out how to do that. I know whatever when Shango or whatever spirit is flowing through me, it's nothing to harm me. It's nothing. It's nothing evil. They're just like I'm having a good time here. I don't want to leave. This is a party, and I'm just like, well, I'm hungry. I'm cold. I want to come back now. We 
Okay, well, Mia's cold. Mia needs to eat, so you have to go. Please. You'll have another opportunity, we promise. Right. (laughs) Did you see my Google calendar? Like, (laughs) I'm dead. Oh, man. Erica is also, yeah, yes, our ancestry. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. What are some of your accomplishments as a performance duo? We travel all across the country performing pools and festivals, rooftops, like <laughs> all over the place. Um, but yeah, coast to coast, down south, up north, Midwest, like gone places that I don't think we would have necessarily gone. Yeah. Um, had an option for our work. Um, but then just like touching people, communicating, with, you know, really having that we probably or maybe wouldn't have otherwise our work that that to me feels bigger than you know performing here performing there like actually having like that and like mm-hmm. connecting on that level like yeah i see myself in your story and like yeah that feels really good mm-hmm. that online now too which is great yeah <laughs> i love when we've done shows for for teens in particular because like a lot of like in high school like we exam like we wish we could have seen ourselves and uh a gig that we had really like touching for me was the flame conference at brown university and that was touching for so many reasons because one i've never been told that i was smart so to be hired as keynote speakers at brown university was huge like i never thought i would ever step foot on that campus at all so to be hired to perform and speak to teens from the area at that university was so, it was healing for me. It was empowering for me. It helped me look at myself in a different way. Cause I, I have a lot of negative thoughts about myself and I don't think I'm smart. Onessa's the writer. So like, you know, she's the, she's the smart one and I'm, I'm the dancer over here. You know, dancers are incredibly intelligent. And she's smarter than me. but that that gig in itself that was a huge a huge milestone for me and yeah being our being able to use our own work that has been incredible like i've never imagined i always imagined somebody else someone else stay out of the company so creating our own work and traveling with our own original work and being hired and being booked to speak about our work and perform our work, like it's huge. It's huge. Mm-hmm. What is something people may not know about um, about you? Whether it could be duo separately, yeah, something that you're comfortable sharing. That <laughs> was a hard one because sometimes I feel like in book, and so I'm like, God, what don't people know about me? What can I, I say? Like. It's like what don't people know about? It? Yeah, I feel like okay, okay. So I like to read about like the Myers Briggs typing and like you know. So I'm an ISFJ. If anybody is like into that kind of stuff, it's interesting to me. I don't know if anybody else knows that. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. Well, I started virtually stripping now. Like yeah. I dance, I dance in virtual strip shows yeah. now yeah. with like pole dancing, um, and that's been really amazing. Connecting with other sex workers, other strippers, 
online and giving, paying honor and homage to the people paved the way to do what I do. Because ironically, there's a lot of pole dancers out there who don't support strippers. And I think that's super ridiculous because we wouldn't be doing what we're doing today without strippers, especially black and brown women and femmes, sex workers who pay, pay for us to be doing what we're doing. So uh, that's been a really beautiful, beautiful journey for me and being involved in that community. Love and then being so supportive of me and my friends and my our love because we, we do things together and that's really awesome. And I'm a Pisces, if you don't know. If you don't follow, if you don't follow on IG, I'm a, I'm a Pisces and she's a Leo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I'm vegan. Uh. That's also something fun. She's kind of vegan. <laughs> Yeah. On a Tuesday, on a Tuesday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no food Tuesday. Give me ribs tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I no ribs, Ness. Fish. I'm not cooking no ribs. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I'm trying to think that. Um, because I know that they there's a vegan um, thing that they do for like a pulled pork. I don't eat pork. I grew up Muslim. Ah. I think it's um tag is something fruit jackfruit. Yes, I oh, have jackfruit. Yes. yes, I have to try that. Okay. Yeah, I haven't made it. I've had it before, and it was delicious. It with the barbecue sauce and everything. So it's it's supposed to be like this vegan pulled pork sandwich, but it used jackfruit. I'm hungry now. Too. That so sounds I, so good. <laughs> look it up. Look it up. I think okay. you might. Right after you get off of this, we're gonna be... Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about your podcast, Reclaiming Love with Nia and Ness. Yes, yes. Reclaiming Love with Nia and Ness is basically it's our conversations, the conversation that sparks our art or our work. We're just basically putting them out there just for people to just listen to. Like we always say that we want our audience to feel like they're like a fly on the wall in our in our apartment or in our home. And we feel like this podcast is allowing them to be that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I guess the title, Reclaiming Love, like we each grew up uh, with very different ideas about what love was supposed to look like. Um, different ideas from how love actually is for us now mm -hmm. so we talk about like how we are breaking down a lot of those thoughts a lot of those beliefs and 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 all of that um yeah, yeah and just processing a lot of our journey our personal journeys our individual journeys our past journeys and doing a lot of inner child work as yeah, well yeah. and mm -hmm. you're here all of this and it's yeah it's basically another page in our in our journals and our diaries and that's been such a healing process for us and yeah. just really like honoring ourselves today and our past selves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And where can people find the podcast? On Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio. And I think there are some other places. I don't know the name of them right now. Simplecast as yes. well. That's where we launch it from and everything. So you can find it on there as well. Yeah. If you click the link in our Instagram bio, it will take you right to those links for our Spotify account. Awesome. <laughs> How can people support your work, see more of your work? 
Yeah, definitely stay um, connected with us on social media mm -hmm. um, at Nia and Ness, N-I-A-A-N-D-N-E-S-S. Um, also, our website, mm -hmm. uh, niaandness.com. And you can always, like, email us. We love a good email. Yeah. We really do. Yeah, so. We don't get enough emails. So <laughs> you can always email us. We're going to get um, a P.O. box soon, too. Yeah, then you can write us letters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We miss those. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I you know, I, I kinda geek out at and I wanna get you, you ever see the like the old school they have the, like the wax and the little symbol? Yes. Oh, yeah. I have that. You got me that for Christmas. Oh my god, that's so no. cool. <laughs> We can sing it some back. I can put the wax stamps. I'll be so excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see them like kind of cropping up, and I'm just like, oh, I want to get one, but do I, do I, you know, make something for it? Do I use a, one of the symbols I already use? Do something for what's your elephant? I'm not sure yet, but I definitely am like, okay, I need that. Yeah. I don't know who I'm gonna write yet, but oh, I can write you all. <laughs> box we'll send it to you first <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> do you have any self-care practices hugs yeah. lots of hugs yeah. we love to just hug and just be in each other's energy sometimes we just make, make, need to make sure we have time to do that and just be grounded in that because sometimes like life can just be really chaotic and like sometimes we can you can easily take like What's the word I'm looking for? Granted, take for granted. Yes, you can take for granted living with your partner. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's easy to just like, like, okay, hi, you know, we're gonna keep on doing, go, doing our work and keep going, going. And so we definitely make sure to pause and take time for each other, for ourselves yeah. as well. You know, like sometimes I'll be like, hey, I need an hour to the pole dance. I just need some time for myself in the pole and I just need to just do Sometimes that needs to get like do some reading or do some writing or watch some videos or something like that for yourself. Or box. Yeah. Or even like follow I'll, I'll talk to myself in the mirror sometimes. Like, well, every morning mirror work. Mm -hmm. Um and talk to myself. And one thing I've been doing recently is like apologizing to myself to myself. Mm -hmm. Like I'm talking to some other person. Yeah. Um mm -hmm. that has been really, really mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And making sure we try to get enough rest. Mm -hmm. Rest. <laughs> Definitely taking naps. Try to take naps. We try once a day. Right. Right. Um, we don't always get to it because we're busy. We yeah. definitely try because, yeah. especially Black women and femmes, we need to take rest. We do not rest. We work, 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 and then we are exhausted by six years. And I've seen too many Black women and femmes not be here on this earth as long as they deserve to be because we are just like we our society teaches us to just keep going, keep going, keep going until you can't anymore, mm -hmm. and. I I want us all to be around until we're at least in our hundreds. If that's what we want, that's what I that's what I want for us. So definitely rest. Working, I'm working on drinking more water as well. I need mm. to get at that. I know she's so happy about that because she's she's the water water drinker in the relationship. <laughs> definitely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm working on um, like kind of because I know you said you like you're really hard on yourself with your thoughts, but also like. I feel like your thoughts are really positive. Oh, thanks. Because you always have really positive things to say to me. I'm trying to say those things to myself as well. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jane is saying sealing wax. That's the name of it. Ah, yes. Oh, yes. Sealing yeah. wax. 
ceiling wax. Yes. Mm. I was thinking ceiling with the ceiling. I was like, huh? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it seals the envelope. Yeah, seals yeah. the envelope. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess that's smarter than me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yes, yes. If you had access to a time machine, where would you go and why? To the past or to the future? Ooh, for me, the past. Ooh. Definitely the past to give younger Nia a hug. Mm. Mm. She was really lonely for a lot of her life. I was bullied in high school. High school was really rough. I've dealt with self-harm, eating disorder, like a lot. And I, like, I wish I could go back and kind of just show her pictures of us videos of my pole dancing and then this is what you're going to become mm. we're going to be okay and i know it's hard right now and it sucks right now and you are not being treated the way you deserve right now but it's not gonna always be like this and you are going to heal from this mm. so yeah yeah that one you're doing Thank that you. now saying that like yeah. you are i feel really that's really beautiful yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say the future because, oh my God, yeah, the future, of course. But, like, you yeah. can say that if it's like. Well, no, because that's not really. I think that in order to have the future that I want, like, I have to go, I would have to go in the past and, like, heal the past. Because mm -hmm. if I were to just go jump from here into the future without healing that stuff, just bringing all that stuff back, I'm bringing that into the future and it's not going to be a good future. Mm -hmm. So I need to, I need to go back. Yeah. So I would also go back. And then I, my past self would find you, and then we would just be great. <laughs> <laughs> and you're you're healing that person. You are. Yeah. We're doing it together. Yes, we are. Yeah, our little our little selves are just having a great time, <laughs> frolicking around. They the really are. We'll do things sometimes. <laughs> like we'll watch shows I used to watch like I was in yeah, high school, yeah. and that's been really healing for me. Like rewatching the shows I used to watch myself, like my room, like super depressed and like lonely. And getting to like reclaim that with you has been so healing. Yeah, mm. yeah. About the shows too and how like problematic they are. But it's yeah, fine. that's a whole other topic for a whole nother. <laughs> and like doing so, is doing things out, like going for drives, going yeah. to like going to drive-in movies. We've been doing that. Yeah, that yeah. was fun for Halloween last yeah. year. We went to drive-in movies with the Adams family. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was just like something I I would have wanted to do when I was younger. Like with Halloween itself, like when I was a kid, I did. I wasn't able to celebrate Halloween. So being able to celebrate Halloween with you now is like, oh my, so much fun. Like, yeah. <laughs> All the kids, great. <laughs> oh man, uh, this is uh, this has just been an amazing evening. I'm so happy to and grateful to have you both on here, just sharing your vibe, sharing your work, sharing what you do in the world, how much space. I I get everything that you're saying, you know, I mean, both of you, but I, I think um, with Nia, um, I definitely relate to a lot of things in terms of being a survivor and, you know, wanting to hug the young, your younger self and just telling you, you know, because I could give out great advice to people, but that inner voice to myself, oh my gosh, yes. that's yes. part of my journey. Like, okay, no, let me... How do I eradicate that and tell the words to myself that I tell to other people? Yes. So yeah. I just, yeah, you know, so I just get all those things and I just love that you all are doing this and, you know, you have a bond, but then you also 
are comfortable in your independence. And I think that balance is like so important, you know, because sometimes people could get, you know, neither extreme, you know, um, is going to work. And you found a balance that works for you guys. And the transparency, like, hey, I got an argument, but guess what? We'll take it to the podcast. Um, yeah. We've got a show in five minutes. Yeah. Like, you know, and sharing that because we need all of those things. You can be a strong, supportive, loving couple, uh, union, and still have a disagreement. And yeah. that's just a disagreement. That doesn't change who you are um, as a unit. So I just think it's just a it's a wonderful thing, a beautiful thing. Thank Thanks. you. This has been so great yeah. having awesome. us. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. And so um, just wrapping up, I know we have some people live. We're live in a few places. So on Facebook, we're on Nikki Lopez Creative, the Facebook page. We're on the uh, the circle. It's a Facebook group that I have. If you want to join, I'll definitely add you. There's a lot of people that I've interviewed um, over the years. I've been doing this since January 2018. So a lot, you know, artists, activists, social entrepreneurs, all those good juju, all those good knowledge is in that group. Um, we're also on uh, YouTube. And, you know, afterwards, probably by the end of the week, what I do is I take the audio and I have a podcast. So this will be found, you could find it on the circle on Spotify and iTunes and Amazon and Google, um, wherever your favorite podcasts, um, you could find it. So um, for those who still, I know we went a little over, uh, it's supposed to be a half an hour show, but at the same time, it's my show. So, you know, we <laughs> <laughs> you do your own thing. Um, but, you know, for so many people who are watching live, thank you so much for your energy, your questions, your comment, your, you know, confirmations, affirmations. Thank you so much. Uh, for those who are going to watch it on the replay, uh, thank you. Please consider sharing this. The work that Nia and Ness is doing is creative, is provocative, is affirming, is powerful. We need more of this in the world. And there's someone that could be inspired in your network by watching this. So please consider sharing the video, the podcast, however format that you're watching it, share it, share it, share it. So um, again, my name is Nikki Lopez. This is The Circle. We're here every Tuesday, 8.30 to 9 p.m., sometimes 9.30 <laughs> um, Eastern Standard Time. Um, this work is brought to you by Nikki Lopez Creative as well as What's Your Elephant? What's Your Elephant is a movement that creates safe spaces to use the arts to talk about anything unspoken. So if you want to find out more about my work, you want to support it. There's t-shirts up there. There's exhibitions. There's talks. Um, see what I'm up to. You could go to whatsyourelephant.org. You could also go to linktree um, slash Nikki Lopez 19 and you could get, um, get a little bit more. And uh, let me just grab some of these um, closing comments. We have Diana giving lots of hearts, Grecia giving purple hearts. Uh, thank you so much. Any final words? Just once again, thank you. This thank has you. been such a wonderful, wonderful interview, wonderful evening. It's yeah. been wonderful connecting with you. Yeah. This has been, my yeah. heart feels good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. The love and feeling is all mutual. I'll, I'll get back to following you all. I'm on a couple of your pages, the Pisces, the Neoness, the... <laughs> So love, love, love what you do. Have a great evening, everyone. Um, until next time, uh, good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs>